goes to John 14. I don't know about you, but I'm um, appreciative. Um, you know, when I hear your your stories, so I hope you are when you have to bear to hear our stories. <laughs> but I'm even more appreciative of the of the um, holy scriptures, of the word of God, of the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so, but I do want to say thank you. I forgot my phone at home. I've been doing this lately. <laughs> um, that I've, anyway, so maybe Sunday I can show you some pictures, some better pictures than what Pastor showed you. Whatever that he took on his phone, I'm not responsible for. <laughs> um, I tease him with all of his virtues, because he has many, and much better than mine. Photographers, not one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, John 14, verse, we'll start with verse 16. And um, I, I thank the Lord especially that, that uh, I have a good husband Amen. that knows that I would want to see my daddy and my sisters in Spain that I... And so we had such a good time, an opportunity to, to minister to my dad, and really had, um, I shared a little bit with the prayer group this morning, really had breakthrough. Um, some things that I had wanted him to, I had prayed for him that, that he would get a hold of, uh, because how many of you agree that it doesn't matter how old you get, you, you don't identify with your outward man as a Christian. We need to identify with an inward man, who we are in Christ Jesus. And even though the outward man perishes, that's what the Apostle Paul said, the inward man is renewed day by day. And so we only ought to get better and sharper in the usage of the Word of God. Amen. And um, wiser in not giving place to the devil. Amen. So he just needed a little help from somebody. And, and the Lord chose to use Pastor Jim and I. And, and it was, so it was at the beginning of the trip. We had breaks, praise God, glory to God. This is just inside information for us. <laughs> uh, and then <clears throat> when we went back, we saw that, yep, he was fine. He got it. He let the Holy Spirit minister to him. He made, he made some, uh, okay, so I got my daddy back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's just, it's just there's nothing that's more precious, more valuable to any of us, the more that I go, the more I realize that is to get revelation. You see, information we need, and we need to have knowledge. But I was sharing with Pastor Jim that I, I read this from this man. I don't know if he's a Christian or not, but I wouldn't doubt it because he really has a lot of wisdom, but I don't know if he is or not. But he said, you know, this phrase that we say, knowledge is power. 
He said, it's power if you use it, <coughs> not just if you have it. And that's the word of God. Amen? It, it really runs true with the word of God. How many of us can have Bibles, can have a whole, um, you know, um, forgive me, because I was going to say bibliotheque. Library. <laughs> Some of you understand. But anyway, of books and CDs and all of that. But if we will not, for one thing, listen to it and then do it, Amen. then we'll just have a bunch of things that we have uh, accumulated. Yes. Amen. So, so praise God. Let's go ahead and pray and pray today. Um, the Lord led me to do this, and, and so I just went with it. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit's ministry in our lives. So, Father God, we just thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the in, your indwelling presence by the person of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. According to your word, Jesus' prayer in John 17. He prayed that we might be one as, as he and you, Father, are one. He prayed that we would be one. And so we thank you, Father. We come as one tonight in one accord. We come grateful. And Lord, we come with, with a petition to receive the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of you, that we may apply your word, that we may walk in all of the light that Jesus provided for us to be able to walk in. Lord, we'll give you all the glory. We'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So John 14 uh, you know, we don't get all the light overnight, but we keep getting more, more light. And we have this goal, and we have this vision. As long as we live, we need to have vision. Amen? Without vision, people perish, the Bible says. So we have this vision that we're, that we're getting more revelation, that we're getting uh, more, more understanding to be able to walk as, as he is, so are we in this world. Amen. Amen. And so, praise the Lord, we receive from the Holy Spirit his correction. Amen. As long as we're walking with him, uh, it doesn't have to be a big turn, but just a little, little bit so that we stay on, cur on course. Amen. So... Starting with verse 16, if you please. Uh, Lisa, I'm going to use both the New King James and Amplified with some, some of them. Um, and we'll, we'll see as we go. So John 14, verses 16 and 17, we'll start with that. Jesus uh, speaking here. I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you 
and will be in you. So these are really pre uh, precious uh, scriptures here. Um, Jesus is talking to, uh, to them about the Holy Spirit. And he's, he's telling them, I'm going to pray the Father. You know, he's preparing them for the day that he's not going to be with them any longer personally. You know? And, and he says, I'm going to pray the Father, and he's going to give you another helper. Jesus was, was and had been such a helper to them. You know? I mean, as long as they were with Jesus, Jesus took care of every situation, of every difficulty. You know, Jesus, as long as Jesus was with them, Jesus amazed them with all that he, he did um, on their behalf and he taught them to do. You know, I mean, you remember, I mean, they'd be in a boat and water getting in and, you know, and he was at total peace at the back of the boat, sleeping. <laughs> you know, and they woke him up. Don't you care that we're perishing here? We're, we're you know, we're going to drown. And uh, Jesus said, oh, you have little faith. And he spoke to the storm. And it ceased. You know, it was, and then, and then that time that they saw him walking on the water, they thought it was a ghost. You know, I mean, they had never seen anybody walk on the water before. And, and so, I mean, and we could go on and on and on. All the, all the miracles, the healings that they saw Jesus do, and the wisdom that came out of his mouth. You know, when Peter uh, needed uh, money for his taxes, Jesus led him to, to a fish, and, and there you'll, you'll have enough to pay your taxes and mine. <laughs> I mean, talk about Jesus. All right, as long as I'm with Jesus, I won't have any problem. You know, glory to God. I mean, that, was their, that had to be their attitude. Amen? Uh, it reminds me of when I was a little girl, as long as my daddy was around. I didn't have one single worry. Yeah. 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 You know, my mother was afraid of mice, but my daddy wasn't afraid of anything. Mm -hmm. So daddy came home, and, and I, you know, I felt strong enough. I'm going to follow my daddy, and we're going to kill that mouse. Well, he's going to do it, but I'm going to be with him. <laughs> I don't remember that one time. Uh, Lord to God, died at home. He's got to take care of it. Amen. It may be simple, simple-minded, but we can think about these. How that Jesus was everything to them. But Jesus is telling him here about the Holy Spirit. He wants us to know the Holy Spirit that way. That as long as, the, as we, are, we have an awareness of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. He's not just hijacking. He's not just a guest to be with us for a little bit. He's not just taking a vacation with us once in a while. But he said that he would abide with us forever. Amen? Amen. And, and so 
So Jesus said, I'm going to pray the Father. I'm going to be, I'm going to be going. And another scripture says, it is expedient, it is necessary that I go. But I'm going to pray the Father, and he'll give you another helper. Uh, that he may abide with you forever. And, and he called him the Spirit of Truth. And he said that the world cannot receive him. So in other words, it is for God's, God's people to receive. Now the world can receive salvation. They can receive the new birth. But he's saying the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. And, and so you think, wow, they know, know him? They must have thought, really, we know him? Well, he was just like Jesus. He is just like Jesus. Amen. So he had to open their eyes to see, you'll know him, because you know me. You'll know him. And he's going to dwell with you, and he'll be with you. Amen? And so uh, let's look at that in the Amplified. Would you mind? The Amplified brings a little... Um, more light, because that, um, that word paraclete has uh, different um, synonyms to it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the definition of that word is, is large. And so the Amplified, I like what it says, I'll ask the Father, and he'll give you another comforter. Amen. And and that, and that word means, it has all of these in it. Counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby. That is who we have in us. I just want to exhort us tonight and bring to our remembrance, maybe a couple of things I might get to say that that, that you may not have heard before, but most of it you have, but we need to remember. You have a counselor in the inside. You know, pe people that always, you know, or some people that always, uh, something comes up and they'll get on the phone to talk to somebody. Tell them what's going on and see what their point of view is. But the counselor is within us. Amen. And he's the helper. You have a helper. For things that, I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't know at all. I don't have the power for everything. But I've got a helper. I have a helper. Amen. And you, and you know, in the daily things of life, you yield to the helper. And, and so that this is so important that we learn to yield to him in the, in the little things of life. We are not to be proudful and to think that we have arrived to where we have arrived and we are where we are in life because 
because of our hard work or because of our intelligence or because of our ability or our education. It has been the helper. It has been the strengthener. It has been the keeping power of God. Amen. That has kept us safe. That has kept us sane. Amen. That has kept us at peace. Let me tell you, there's, is a, there's, there's, great, there's a great benefit to be able to acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. And not take it upon yourself that everything is on your shoulders to have to accomplish and to have uh, to, have to make happen. If we can yield to the Lord and allow the Lord to be all that he is, amen, he's so much bigger and so much better, and he can take us where we couldn't take ourselves. That's so true. Amen. He's the helper. He's the strengthener. There's a, a great benefit, I say again, in yielding to him and letting him be to you. Amen. I was reading something. And it was talking about complaining. Complaining is not only draining to the person that does it, but to everyone that hears it. Amen. It, it, it's, it's not a good thing to get into. Glory to God. Um, you know, I, I, the ladies heard it this morning, and I want to be brief, but when we got to, when we got to Spain, a few of you might have heard it, we got to Spain... The, uh, um, the plane left from DFW about an hour and a half later. And so then you get there to Madrid. It's a big airport. Lots of planes arriving from different places. You have to go through customs. And even though they run it pretty quick, then you still have to go get your luggage. And by the time that we got from the international side to the national side to check in again to get the other, uh, to take the other plane. They told us, sorry, plane just left. Well, it was the last plane uh, to, to take, to go to Pamplona that day. Uh, so you know what? It's so wonderful uh, to um, live together to where, well, okay. There, there's a solution to these, right? There were two solutions, uh, we thought. But one, we knew that we couldn't take. Uh, we were told, even if you were to stay in Madrid till tomorrow, we cannot guarantee a ticket for you. You would only have to be on standby. Okay, then, give me the options. Because right here, all the conversation is in Castilian. But you know as, as Spanish. It's Castilian over there, because when we were at the beach, the major language spoken there is Catalan, Catalan. Uh, so anyway, I gave you a, a, a bit of information there. <laughs> anyway, so we're there, and we had the option to either take a train or take a bus. Um, through advice and my own experience, I knew that the train would be better. Thankfully, from the airport, there was an area, of course, you have to come down, and how many of you ladies are grateful when the husband 
can help you carry weight, <laughs> and they carry the major weight uh, of the, the, you know, the suitcases. So you, uh, we went, and we get there, and lo and behold, Wi-Fi was not working. So they couldn't tell us what, um, what station we needed to go to catch the train, uh, the train. Now from there, there's commuter trains that, that, that will take you to the stations. But there are at least two major train stations in Madrid. So, so praise the Lord. Lord, what, what do I do? Uh, because when we're there, you know, he relies on me. He still thinks that I know all the ropes. <laughs> but it's been 46 years, you know. But, but I still remember. Anyway, I, I remember enough. <laughs> and so I called my sister, Damaris, and I said, Damaris, uh, please look in the Internet and tell me what station I need to go to. So, uh, so we had to go to Chamartín. So, okay. So we took a ticket to go there. And, uh, and then when we get there, and we finally find the place to get in line to, to buy the ticket, I realized there's so many people here. I forgot how many people live in a city. <laughs> you know, uh, there were a few times that I told my husband, we're not in that city any longer. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, I said, there's no way that we can, uh, that we're going to have time to get this ticket, which by this time was the last train to go to Pamplona. That would arrive there at 10.30 or 11 p.m., 11 p.m. Uh, so, you know, they had trains all, all day long, but this was like that. So anyway, I, again, the Holy Spirit. And called my sister said, Damaris, Pay, we'll pay you when we get there, but please get us the tickets online. And, uh, and send me emails with a PDF with each of them. So thankfully, all of that can happen, you know, and, and it did. And praise God, we got by the seat of our pants. <laughs> but we got there, glory to God. <laughs> and then... We were able to get seated, and um, <laughs> glory to God. The, the Holy Spirit is the helper and the strengthener. And we knew we could not get negativity into complaint. Amen. And so instead of getting uh, to Pamplona comfortably at around, what, for 30 or 5 p.m., we, if the, the, the going was a little, <laughs> a little more uphill, but we made it about 11 p.m. And then, then from there, rejoicing, because we had my little sister and her husband pick us up. And then the next morning, they took us to the airport to pick up our uh, rental car. We get there, and the rental car... Uh, um, the, the, the uh, yeah, the, the, the uh, reservation, that's the word, had been canceled because we had not appeared the day before. Well, Amanda had handled that because I told her, you know, thank God for these young people that are quick and fast. 
And yeah. because when you, I had to rush. I could not take care of the uh, of that. I said, Amanda, please uh, let the uh, airport know the rental car in Pamplona that we will arrive the next day. Well, somehow the left didn't tell the right what. But you know what? We ended up with a better car for the same price. I was telling we got to drive an Audi. And people go, oh, wow. But around there, the majority had Audis and Volvers and Mercedes. <laughs> Is that the truth? That, those are the cars that they drive over there. So anyway, we felt, we felt really blessed. Even though it was common for a lot of people, it wasn't for us. So, praise the Lord. The Lord helped us. I'm telling you that it's so good to practice these on a daily basis. Because when you get to situations like that, that could, could be, um, you know, maybe a bit too frustrating to somebody. We didn't let frustration get to us. Because we had the greater one within us. Yeah. Amen? And, and then after that, pretty much everything was easy. Wasn't it? The ma I don't know. For us anymore, we think everything is easy and light. You have a choice. You have a choice. To see everything, a big mountain, you know, I remember my daddy telling me one time about somebody, they said, he said, they, they will drown in a glass of water. And uh, so then we were talking about somebody else. Yeah. What? You do not? Yeah, everybody gets it. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. There's an expression like that. And then there's some people, they drown in a... In a teaspoon of water. <laughs> Amen. But then when you just have the spirit of faith and the Holy Ghost and you get to practice it. To put it into, into uh, you know, it's just a way of life. You refuse to be overwhelmed. Amen, that's right. You have the greater one in you. See, you, you know how to yield to him. Amen? And so praise God, we're overcomers. So, so going back to these, uh, in the Amplified, if you would put it there again, at John 14, um, it says that he, is, he would give us another comforter. He was all of these, and he, Jesus is all of that. But... Jesus was going to depart and go to heaven. But he was not going to leave us alone. He did not leave us alone. He gave us another just like him, the Bible says, just like him. So he's our counselor. Do you need counsel? I don't know about you, but I do. But I have him, the counselor. Amen? He gives you counsel. Like I was telling you about my dad, I wanted to help him. Lord, how? And the Lord showed me what to say to him. And I told Pastor Jim about it. He said, woof. And I knew it was a woof. The Lord is going to have to open up 
the door. You don't just go and just... Amen. Amen. Uh, you wait for the Holy Spirit at the right time. He's the counselor. He gives you the advice that you need. Do you need advice? Do you need wisdom? I do. The Holy Spirit has that for you. He has all the help you need. He will intercede for you. He'll intercede through you. Amen? Uh, that is why it's so valuable, I will say that again, to be able to yield to the feeling of the Holy Spirit and be able to speak in other tongues. In times when you need counsel, you need help, Amen. any type of help. Not just spiritual help, but you need physical help. Amen. You need, you need anything from the Lord. That, pray in the Holy Ghost. He'll help you. He'll move mountains for you. Amen. Amen. He, from, from, from confusion, uh, he'll, he'll get you into, into brightness. Amen. He'll he'll give you, he'll change he'll change the situation for you. He's your advocate. He'll never be your accuser. The Holy Spirit will not go with accusation about you to to the to the Father or to anyone else. Amen. We don't do that. We don't do this because we've learned from the Holy Spirit. We do what he does. We do what Jesus does. Amen? Uh, there is one accuser, and that of the brethren, and that is the devil. We are not. Amen? And then it says he's our strengthener, he's our standby, and it says he's going to remain with us forever. So he's our, the, the, he's our helper. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 3. 16, and I'll just see that in the Amplified. Um, I, I want us to look at some scriptures that are well known, but to remind us of the Holy Spirit indwelling. He is in us. He's in you. He's in you. Whether you feel like he's in you or not, he's in you. Jesus always told the truth, still always tells the truth. And he said he would be with you forever. Doesn't matter how you feel. It says, do you not discern and understand that you, the whole church of, at Corinth, are God's temple, his sanctuary, and that God's spirit has his permanent dwelling in you? To be at home in you. I like that. The Holy Spirit is at home in you. Amen. Now, collectively, but this is also individually. Amen. Uh, collectively as a church and also individually. Glory to God. Amen. This is so good. Don't you know that? Don't you discern that? Don't you understand that? 
that you're God's temple. Amen. And let's look at 1 Corinthians 6, 19, also in the Amplified, if you please. He's at home in you. I mean, declare that with me. The Holy Spirit is at home. At home in me. He's at home in me. Amen. He does not feel strange in me. He doesn't feel uncomfortable in me. He doesn't feel out of place in me. He feels at home in me. He's wonderful. Glory to God. Amen. Do you not know that your body is the temple? The very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? You're not your own. We'll look at the verse 20. You were bought with a price, purchased with a preciousness, and paid for, made his own. We were purchased by the blood of Jesus. You know that. So then honor God and bring glory to him in your body. Amen. Amen. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I'm always blessed when I have been blessed and privileged in our lives to be able to be under the ministry of people that that specialized in, in being able to minister about the Holy Spirit and his presence in us, his indwelling presence, his ability in us. Amen? We ought to, you know, the Bible says that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Let, uh, let me say this again, because the Holy Spirit brings it up again. Never think that you are where you are today because your own arm took you there. Amen. Amen. The Lord helped you all the way. He strengthened you. Amen. Some people say, I made myself. I'm my own man. Well, they'd be a lot better, a lot happier with themselves if if they had allowed the Holy Spirit to do it. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. He's our maker. Amen. He's my owner. I don't know about you, but I have one Lord. His name is Jesus. Amen. Uh, praise God. So, 2 Corinthians 6.16 is one that is similar to this scripture, 2 Corinthians 6, 16. So what agreement can there be between a temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. See again, three different scriptures were told the same thing. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Otherwise, we would, we, we, we would find it hard to accept. But because the Bible tells us we don't find it hard to accept, we, be, we believe it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That we are the temple of the living God. Even as God said, I will dwell in and with and among them 
and will walk in and with and among them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And he gives you all kinds of good scripture you can go and look up on your own. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that so good? Amen. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Amen. He's at home in us. We're home fo folk for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. It's good to go places where you can enjoy. But there's no place like home. How many of you can agree? Right? Uh, some people that, you know, we have to be humble as Americans. We need to be humble. We think that it's the best place in the planet. Well, to us it is. Right. Mm -hmm. To us it is. But my parents would come here and they couldn't wait till get, to get home. Home is home, where you belong, where you're comfortable, amen, where, where you enjoy what, you, what you're used to, amen. So the Holy Spirit, if you would realize that, that you want the Holy, you want to be used to him. Amen. You want to you you want to be aware of the fact that he's at home in you. So you ought to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Take ad advantage. I mean, not in a in a selfish way, but in a uh, you know everything that we have is the generosity of our God, and He wants us. He wants us to, to, to be able to capitalize on the fact that the Holy Spirit is at home in us. Yeah. Glory to God. And he is to be, he's there being our helper, our strengthener, the spirit of truth, the spirit of revelation. Amen. He's, he's, he's the advocate, he's the intercessor, etc. So 1 John 4, 4 is the last one that I want to share with this group, uh, which having seen these scriptures, uh, it'll be a good one to see. Um, you know, there's some things sometimes that people hear and they, th they think that is too strong, too strong of, 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 of uh, uh, something to hear um, from the Word of God. We've been told that a little bit, not that much, but a few people throughout the years. Just, just you know, uh, that had the guts to tell us, <laughs> two or three people. Uh, we know that you're preaching the truth, but it's too strong for us. And so they felt more comfortable elsewhere. Uh, we loved on them and blessed them as they went, you know. Uh, 
that again we're we're on the side of the advocate, right? Uh, so so based on these, there's no need for any believer ever to feel comfortless, hopeless, abandoned. Terribly sad. Lonely. I know that I'm getting there. See, we're talking about feeling. Desperate. If we yield to the Holy Spirit within us that has been given to us, all of that, there's no reason for us to feel. We might be tempted, we might be attacked, but we say, no, in Jesus' name. I have a helper. I have a companion. I have one that, does, that never leaves me nor forsakes me. I have one who always lifts me up, who always stands by me. I have an encourager. Amen. I am loved. Yes. You see, you, you, you have to know what has been given to you and, and, and how you're loved by him. And you have to respond. We've, we've talked about this many times and we keep on doing it. For every accusation, for every negative feeling and, 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 and oppression, oppression I mean the pressing, the, the pushing, the pressing of the enemy against your emotions, you know, of, of experiences that you may have had, things you've gone through, words you have heard. You know, you have to look at them and say, where, where did they come from? Yeah, yeah. Amen? And you have to respond to that. You have to talk back. Yeah, yeah, because you're not going to be a victim. That's right. Because the Bible calls you a victor. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, and so, praise God, let's go to First John 4, 4. I don't know how much more uh, I'll get done today, but I'll, we'll enjoy it. enjoy it. How many of you are still doing field things, like harvest and stuff like that? You are, and you're here tonight? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Kudos to you. <laughs> Woo, that's hard work, right? Field work, that's hard work and hot. Uh, however, they have these air conditioning <laughs> vehicles now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. First uh, John 4.4. 4. Little children, <laughs> did you know, I heard this not long ago, I think Keith Moore, I think I was listening to him and I thought, that's so true. You know, so how we may think that we're so brilliant as human beings. I'm not talking my, uh, telling myself brilliant, I'm, you know, as human beings. The, the uh, uh, you know, all the inventions and, um, you know, 
and all the things, you know, that are so developed. It's really amazing. You go and see, oh, wow. You know, oh, wow, you can do this? Wow. <laughs> and, and the Lord sees it like you remember your, your uh, uh, preschool children when they would bring you a picture, <laughs> you know, and you put it on the refrigerator and said, oh, good job. That, that's just so wonderful. Boy, you're just amazing. <laughs> and so this is how the Lord is. No matter what we, you know, <laughs> he'll, he'll say, good job. Well, look at you, what you can do. When? <laughs> because we're his little children. Amen. Amen. And he'll put it on his refrigerator. <laughs> Somebody said, you know, he's got your picture in his fridge. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, but compared to what all that he has done, <laughs> it's a peanut. <laughs> but he says, little children, praise the Lord, you are a God. Let that sink in in your heart. You're a God. Say, I'm of God. You belong to Him. And have already, notice this, it says you've already done it. See, because it's not something you're ever going to do in your own strength. He did it for you. He conquered, and He calls you more than a conqueror. Little children. Amen. You remember when you, when you did something with your child, it really was you. But they thought they did it. Oh, somebody wanted to know about uh, Jude's uh, birthday party. One of the gifts that he got was a baseball glove uh, and a ball. And, you know, in the baseball uh, glove had a Velcro. It had Velcro, you know? And so, so... Uh, we would throw the ball, and of course, he went to the Velcro. So the, the f first few times, oh, and, and I took a picture like that. He went, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, like, I did it. I'm so good. <laughs> oh, it was priceless. He thought that he had conquered <laughs> the catching of a, of a ball, you know. Well, that is how we are. <laughs> the Lord lets us get all impressed <laughs> when he's the one that has facilitated for us. Amen. Oh, he's so good. Amen. He, it says, you're a God. You have already defeated. Now, you see, this you have to have that revelation. And you have the spirit of revelation and the knowledge of him in you. You've already defeated and overcome them, the agents of Antichrist, because he who lives in you is greater, mightier than he who is in the world. Amen. Amen. Greater is he, the, the King James says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The he that's in the world is the God of this world. But he who is in you is the Holy Ghost, God himself. Yeah. 
greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Smith Wigglesworth in the book Ever Increasing Faith said that he was a thousand times bigger in the inside than he was in the outside. He got that revelation. He gave an example. Let's see if I can remember it all. He gave an example. One time, this couple um, asked him to come to their home to pray for their insane daughter. And he went into this room, and there was this real frail uh, girl, but it took five men to hold her down. I don't want to scare anybody, if, you know, or get you off course or anything. Uh, and you wouldn't, we would not take it from anyone else uh, that, that might throw numbers or things. But, but Smith Wigglesworth was a, was a real man of God. And apparently this girl had 37 demons. Oh, and the reason he knew is because as they came out, each of them gave their, their name. I've never been in a situation like that, but I respect that. I know that that was true. It happened. And so, um, they, they, you know, when he realized what he was facing, he remembered this scripture. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And a demon, there's always a dominant one, uh, spoke to this girl and said, you can't get us out. But he said, but Jesus can. Amen. And so he, um, he said, Jesus can. Greater is he that is in you, who is in you. Remember that. Than he that is in the world. The girl was totally set free and was able to wash up, clean up, get dressed, and have supper with them. And so, re you know, with the family, rejoicing. I don't know how long um, that she had been in that state. Uh, glory to God. We have a helper. We have a deliverer. Right. Amen. Right. And, and uh, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I remember Brother Hagen saying that he had heard um, Smith Wigglesworth say that he was a thousand times bigger on the inside. And he said, when I heard that, I just quite didn't catch it. But when he got the revelation of it, he said, a thousand, a thousand times. He said, what is it, 10,000 times or a million, I don't know. He realized how much bigger the one that is in the inside. We need to know him more. Know him. He's revealed himself to us in the scripture. We, ought to, we need to magnify. We need to remember to magnify him more. We get to sometimes magnify with what, what, what we see that the, the God of this world is doing. What, you, you know, we magnify symptoms that we see. We magnify and talk about the difficulties in us, and the this and the that, and the failures, and the... 
But the Bible says, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Amen. He's big. He's big and he's all-powerful. And his, his arm has no shortened. And the Bible says there is nothing that is too hard for him. Amen. That's who we have in the inside. So praise God. I've, I've, I've come to the end of, of my time. So I wanted to say these, oh, just to finish with these. All that God could possibly be and do for you, the Holy Spirit is to you and for you. Mm -hmm. This spoke to me today, and I had to write it down and underline it. All that God could possibly be and do for you, all that God the Father can possibly be and do for you, the Holy Spirit is he already is to you and for you. God is for you. The Holy Spirit is for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let us magnify the Lord. You know, we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, but we fellowship with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the person of the Godhead that indwells us today. The Holy Spirit is the one that, that is on the earth today. From the day of Pentecost, he was sent. Amen. So he, he's the one that is strengthening us. And we, I didn't get to, to cover everything. He's our teacher. He's our guide. We depend on him for his wisdom, for his guidance. We want to be guided of him. We want to make good decisions. Not just, not just what men call good decisions, but God-led decisions. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We, we want to go beyond the list of pros and cons and the advice that others can give us. There's a higher advisor. It's the Holy Spirit. He's our guide. Amen? There's no door that can close to you if, you will, if the Lord opened the door for you. Amen? So don't be afraid of men. Don't be afraid of what men can do to you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I always, uh, I'll finish with this. I always have enjoyed throughout the years, from the time that we came, there'd be things that would happen and so forth. You know, many things. In all the decades, we've had the privilege of being here. But uh, I'd always hear my husband say, well, I don't know about them, but I know that God told me to come. So, amen. So, when you've heard from the Lord, there's nothing more precious, more valuable, more secure. Hear from God. Amen. 
So, Father God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your precious people. Lord, we love one another. It pleases you. And we want to do what is pleasing to you. It pleases you when your people love one another. And so we thank you, Father God, for the fellowship we've had today. Lord, we glorify you. We magnify you. We thank you for reminding us of the Holy Spirit indwelling us and all that he wants to do and be in us. And so we, 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 we give you glory. We give you praise. We bless everyone here tonight. We bless the rest of our brothers and sisters, Lord. Lord, we bless our city in Jesus' name. We come against obstacles and problems that the <coughs> enemy would want to bring into, our, into the areas in which we live. We come against that. We resist it in the name of Jesus. And we call Jesus Lord. We thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. amen and amen. Well, we're back and we're glad to see you. We know there's still a lot of people in and out, but uh, that's what summer, summer brings. So, praise the Lord. Amen. amen. The word is good. Amen. All the time. Amen. 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 Well, we'll see you.